Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tangents. My name is Spencer Sellens. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, shout out to the new listeners that we got out in Illinois, New Jersey, North Carolina, West Virginia, even uh, even some person in India. So, uh, hey, guys. Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. Uh, we've actually gotten a, a little bit of a surge in new, in new listeners. So uh, if you're actually, if you're coming here from Fill My Heart, uh, welcome. I'm glad to, uh, I'm glad to hear that my one time at podcast advertising worked or not. Anyway, if you're new, if you're not, thank you for listening. I love you. Let's get on to this episode with hilarious comedian Josh Means. Uh, and he accidentally walks in on me watching one of my guilty pleasure sitcoms. So that being said, let's get on to the show, shall we? Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salads and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. We got podcasting, you motherfucker, are we? We don't yeah. got time to sit around and with our dicks out. <laughs> God, we got shit to do, all right? This is Tangents, bitches, episode 20 with my good friend and comedian, Mr. Josh Means. How are you, sir? Well, yeah, I'm doing good. You started that hot. You just <sighs> started hot. I said, like, I got to leave soon. You were like, all right, let's record. And you press record. I thought you were kidding, but. No, nah, man, let's fucking yeah. do it. No, <laughs> fuck. I don't. I, I never have any game plan with these things anyway. So yeah. I just kind of like. I feel like that. Go. That's a. Uh, recipe for success yeah that's kind of like my never whole preparing. life <laughs> never preparing like i think i'm kind of talented enough to get like c pluses and i did that like i never studied got yeah. like c pluses b minus if the teacher like you're me. honestly like just talking about my life yeah like, that's, yeah that's me i just don't have podcasting equipment so i let al run everything dude you should you can borrow this shit man make uh, your own podcast okay, i will i fucking do it man i got All right i got i got three josh months. darn podcast coming to do you it. uh in a couple months, <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah! Still, fuck yeah, dude! You, you need a podcast. Are you gonna do a podcast with verbal insults? Um, we've done a couple through Stab, but we are gonna start doing our own. Okay. Um, For anyone who's listening, who doesn't know what verbal insults is. Give them a little. We do. We did do a live roast battle show every month at Blacktop Comedy. Now we're gonna move it. R.I.P. Yeah, Blacktop's shut down. Um. But it's a roast battle show. It's a little different. We roast some of the audience, too. That's my favorite part of the whole show. Um, we do some stand-up beforehand. It's mm-hmm. like we try to get a mix of everything. And it's me and my friend Al Schumann, mm-hmm. another comic in Sacramento. You should have him on. Yeah, um, You don't have to. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> good. We, uh, <laughs> we, just, we have this roast battle show, and it's one of my favorite shows in California and it was a lot of fun man you 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 actually gave me my first like actual gig for a comedy and it was doing verbal insults who was it against it was against david thorne david thorne that's what i thought david thorne david thorne the man the myth the legend oh yeah he is something else Uh, i love love that guy yeah um but it's so much fun man i did uh roast battles at blacktop for about a year and a half before I partnered up with Al, mm-hmm. and really, okay, we started the verbal insults because uh, I just wanted comics to like kind of take it more seriously, mm-hmm. so to speak. Which is like 
we made it crazier, so like it seems like you wouldn't take that more seriously, but the comics bought in more, and I think it turned out way better once we started the verbal insults, and we oh, were yeah. able to take it to uh, Fox 40. Yeah, that's got on TV yeah. for it, so that was a lot of fun, and took it on a couple road shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, when COVID started coming back, everything started opening back up. We had a show booked at Punchline, so our return show was going to be big. Mm-hmm. But then they cut that shit back out. Those fuckers cut it under our legs. Uh, but we'll get it back uh, as soon as. Honestly, I want to do one at like a park or something. I feel like you can't say some of the shit that gets said at roast battles, you know, at a park where kids may be present. Yeah, fuck but, them. They're at a park. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but we, we are still putting out content. Like, Al's working hella hard. I've done nothing. But <laughs> Al's made, like, roast battle reels for Parker, Luke, uh, Drew Schaefer, Jason B., some of our top guys, mm-hmm. and, uh, and for each of us, and... So we've still been able to, like, put out content. And we did a couple Zoom roast battle shows, but that was awful. Uh, yeah, I know. I was on one of those. Yeah. And I did so fucking bad. Those Dude, were not that bad. was, well, no, I mean, oh, my God. I didn't know if, like, I was, I was roast, I was, who was I roasting? Heather. Heather, yeah. And, like, I didn't know, like, okay, do, are trans jokes cool or not? And I'm like, so I didn't write any trans jokes. And then the yeah. first, I thought that's, it, every other comedian was like, nah, don't go, unless it's really funny. And I had no really, really oh, funny yeah, trans. No funny ones. So, and yeah, I guess that's. I was going to be like, you know, do you tuck your dick in between your, like, no, I'm not going to be like that. Yeah. Bogan. Um, but the first judge was just like, eh, chick with dicks or something like that. Like, yeah. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Man. And then I went on to die so hard that. People in the audience were texting me during the performance, like, you should kill yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> Kevin Heisinger, you fucking asshole. Uh, he's watching it. That's funny. That's it was funny. so bad. He did it just, like, to support me. Or, yeah. And then. But, oh. I mean, like, it was bad. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it but, was terrible. Like, you guys went first. And that was our first show, I believe. And, I, you know, I, I praise you for even trying it like it's a crazy thing to try and roast somebody through a computer with no audience like Mm. the people you're trying to make laugh are comedians who are getting ready to roast each other or judges that have heard like every roast joke every roast joke exactly so for you guys to even go out there and like give a performance that didn't cause a mental breakdown is a plus from me mental (laughs) breakdown on camera yeah when I signed off, you know, it was a little bit touch and go. <laughs> a little touch and go. Yeah, I mean, that's it, it little, happens. Sometimes. A little broken mirrors and shit. Yeah. Know. Roast battles can do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. What was going to ask you? I was going to say, okay, this is super random, but this is the show, Tangents. How do you, okay, so the first time we hung out, we played basketball downtown Sacramento yeah. with uh, a, a pretty big up-and-coming comic. How do you know Sam Morrill? I, um... Well, I did meet him when I was at Skankfest, okay. but yeah, um, but I just knew as like a fan of his that he likes to play basketball when he nice. goes to town, like cities or whatever. And okay. I saw that he was coming to Sacramento that weekend. I just shot him a DM on Instagram and let him know. And he said he was down. Hell yeah. He, uh, he let some other comics know that were supposed to come to town, but they ended up not 
coming to Tampa, like we would have hit them up too. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was awesome to be able to like hell yeah, hang out dude, with him, play so basketball, dope. pick his brain a little bit, hear stories about comedy from someone who yeah is an up and coming comic who two months after we played basketball with him would put out a YouTube ha- special. Yeah, he that's had a, like yeah. three million views, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, he's got a couple. And did you know that he was? He wasn't. His face wasn't in it. But his stand-up was in Joker. Joker, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Like when you're—that's crazy. Yeah, uh, he's a f- fucking phenomenal comic. Yeah, super, one of the best out. Great there. writer. Yeah. It, um, oh man, I—I I mean, I. He's got a decent jumper. <laughs> yeah, he's got a decent jumper, man. Yeah. He can—he can take a charge. Puts his yeah. body on the line. It's funny. Uh, I was just talking about this the other day. Mike Sella told me that I can't just like stop playing basketball with the comics now because I guess a couple comedians play like every now and then mm-hmm. um, because it'll look like I'm star chasing. And I was like, sure, but I have not gone back to play basketball with them <laughs> since. Star chasing? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I know Mike's like, well, at least at most half joking. Yeah, but also speaking of star chasing, that night he went to Punchline to get a guest set from – Sam Marill. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I would have done the same thing. I would have done the same booked, thing. I would have asked me if he wanted a blowjob. <laughs> I look. You should have. He probably did. You know what? Next time. <laughs> next, next time. time. DM him. Oh, man, right that's now. the worst tragedy of COVID. Yeah. No. Is there's less anonymous sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, <clears throat> could be good if, depending on uh, how clean they are. Or I feel like if you there's a uh, like an incense, uh, an impending sense of doom. Yeah, I think that really spices up the love life. Yeah, that always that always gets things going in the bedroom. Oh, we're gonna die tonight! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Fuck me like the world is ending. Don't mention that. <laughs> Don't mention that, right? Oh, there's just like a giant meteor- meteoroid or an <laughs> asteroid. It's like yeah. you can just see it blocking out the sun. Yeah. Uh, and then you come early and like, oh fuck, you got like yeah, ten minutes left. Like, is this gonna be an ad for like Blue Chew? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. Like, you know, I a lot of men out there. Yeah. We don't take our, our, our sexual health as seriously enough. You could stay hard during the apocalypse. Right? <laughs> I'm here with comedian, father, and lover, Josh Beans. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least once. <laughs> right? At least once. You got, you got two little ones yeah, in the home, right? Two kids, yeah. <laughs> All right. What are their names and red schedules and uh, like, you uh, know, social hobbies? security numbers? Social security numbers. Two, no. two birth certificates. Uh, I got a photocopy here. They're seven and nine months tomorrow mm. will be the younger one i see so. he's taking after his father with no soul yeah no soul he's no got soul. red hair he's a cute one he is uh, a cute little bastard he's always smiling yeah yeah he oh man that's adorable i feel lucky yeah, like the pandemic is terrible but for me it hit at a great time great time i get to just hang out at home with my kids and like be right. there while he learns to pull himself up and talk and you get to be present for all those yeah. things and at the time i was working two jobs and trying to do stand-up like mm-hmm. oh, that was rough yeah. i was working a night job and a day job and then in between those hours i would try to really squeeze in a set and then like see my kids when they're not at school and when i'm home damn so like the pandemic shut all that down now i work one evening job i see them all during the day mm-hmm. and it works out fucking great good shit man yeah fuck yeah, Hell yeah. that's good i 
I'm actually kind of glad this thing happened too. I don't care about 180,000 people dead. Yeah, I don't know that. I need, <laughs> I needed I'm to follow sad. my passions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. but that's it. Shut down my passion, like right. Uh, well, no. Where's your podcast? You can yeah, come well, use my shit, dude. I, I, I will. I'll come over here. I'll I don't give a fuck. Bong. I hope. Do it. That wasn't like something. A secret. No, it's I fine. My out. my fiance is a giant stoner. I have never oh, yeah. touched the stuff oh, because really? I am a good person. That's hilarious. Um, also, it's pronounced water pipe. Okay. All right. <laughs> the only I, it looks like a bong to me. <laughs> I, I'm at the I'm at the point in my life where like I've spent the past ten years trying to meticulously, uh, what's the word? Kind of shape my online presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like you. you know, make ten years. Well, I mean, 10 years hasn't, like, since I'm 30 now. So, like, I did the whole college thing. Like, you know, Pete, you, if you if you say the N-word on Facebook, you won't get a job. Well, it's just true. But, like, even because <laughs> I don't know about you, but um, I had to hide all that shit from my parents growing up. And yeah, I had really sure. dumb friends. Still kind of yeah, I know. <laughs> I had really stupid friends who would treat social media like a journal. Yeah. In the sense that sure. they would write ridiculous shit and then also tag me. Like always. I, I have a friend who I'll always impersonate his voice, but I'll never say his name because anyone – he's like, hey. Uh, he's got a huge underbite. So yeah. he's like, hey, fucking uh, – god damn it. I already forgot that. Hey, I am too. That's honestly why I'm kind of scared to start a podcast because I, I would rely on my guest, which mm-hmm. I did have a podcast. I did two episodes. The second episode – was so bad that I kind of just stopped doing it. Just do the third one. Just go third. You know how many bad podcasts I've put out? I only have 20. 20, yeah. Probably 20. put out at least, at least 19. Somehow 24. Yeah, somehow 20, like, I know, right? There's somehow more bad podcasts than I've made. Yeah. Someone downloaded it four times angrily. <laughs> just fucking asshole. That's funny. Uh, yeah, I need to start one, but we'll see. I, I don't know if I want to do one over Zoom or... Like, because I don't really have the equipment. Like, you're saying I could use yours, but, like, I haven't thought of that up until right now. Yeah. Uh, so, like, um, but that's something I want to do for sure because, like you said, when I was walking up here, like, it's so cool to talk to comics again. Mm-hmm. Something we – this is, like, something we would do outside of an open mic yep. while we're not smoking weed. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> and, like, I missed that, like – I miss stand-up telling jokes on stage, but, like, that outside presence was also a thing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. hanging out with comics, joking about shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. I I miss that. Me and too. so, like, a, pod, a podcast is a great way to still hang out with your friends and see Don't lose other. contact yeah, with people. Because exactly. like, I, I feel like I remember I went, this was, like, in May. So this is, you know, months into the pandemic. And I got to go on one of our favorite podcasts, Fill My Heart, with Parker and Drew oh, Absher. Yeah. I, I never say Parker's last name. Parker Newman and Drew Absher. Yeah. So everyone's always like Parker Absher. Like, no, fuck. Anyway, they're a married couple. <laughs> Anywho, um, I got to go and fill my heart. And I hadn't seen anyone who was a comedian for like three months, it felt like. Yeah. Like two, it was yeah, weird. Man. That was how I felt when I did that show at Laughs Unlimited. I like I got there, and like every comic on the show was a headliner besides me, mm-hmm. and every comic on the show was like, "What's up, Josh? I haven't seen anybody get in here." Like, 
we're all boys I mean? right Everybody now. Everybody was like on the same level now, yep. almost. Not really, but. Everybody was starting over. Everybody on that show that I did that night, it was their first time back really? since March. Damn. So, like, we all went out and, like, tried it together for mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. And the audience was distanced and light. So, like, it was weird. But it was fun. And it was cool to see the other comics, like, struggle. Mm-hmm. And, like, Be you rusty. could hear them tell jokes. And then they're, like, unsure of themselves. And... Jenny said that like everybody's doing that and I felt that way going in. So like oh, I yeah. you know what I mean? I don't want to try the same shit that I was doing in March because so much has happened. And right. like you can't just not mention COVID. COVID. Like I have I you had to say something. Mm-hmm. When I did the set, it was like the week after all the protests and oh, shit. Yeah. So like you had to say something about that. You have to, like, make jokes about what's going on. Right. And so, like, I'm trying to weave that in to some old material. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I have none of the timing down. Like, yeah. oh, I felt yeah. like I did. And I felt like I did great. You know what I mean? I got off stage, was like, wow, I like, I feel cool. Like, I did all right. Um, one thing that's funny is Jenny asked me how long I wanted to do. Or I asked her how long I was going to do, and she said, 10 or 15, what do you want to do? And I said, I got some shit to say. Give me 15. <laughs> What's up? And then, Famous last word. Yeah, and then I got off, and it was like 8.06. I was like, oh, shit. I shit to I, say. I, like, went into my last joke, and I was like, that can't be it already. What? And then uh, I just got off stage, brought up the next comic, and, you know, everything was smooth. Jenny said it was fine, like. I, it was just felt good to be back yeah. doing it. Oh, completely, dude. I even just like as we were talking earlier about uh the outdoor mics before the yeah. movie started recording, but just getting up there and not utterly bombing, which I did another time. <laughs> with um it, it 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 actually just feels good getting the rust back off. Like the feeling of getting back on the wagon, whatever the wagon is. Yeah. It, it's nice. You feel pissed at yourself i mean not in this situation but you feel mad like if you get back in your diet or you get back on whatever you're you're happy you're on the wagon and you have whatever feelings of like oh i wish i could have gone sooner but at least in this specific situation it just felt nice to just yeah, get back sure. get a workout back for in. sure and even like when i was i was telling a joke and it bombed and i was like wow i actually didn't miss that feeling like i thought i was gonna miss that but i do not like I, I don't know that, but I really did like I. Oh yeah, it's weird to like the failure kind of because you know that that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know that you got to tell it better. Yep. You got to yep. do yeah. something. To you fix got work it. to do. Exactly, and that's what I wanted. I want. I'm tired of not working. Mm-hmm. So it, I got to. I wanted to do one of those park open mics. Because yeah, and like I made a post on Facebook the other day that I'm a, I'm gonna do a open mic with my son strapped to my chest, but like that's because that at that time I have my son, so like I can't go do a park open mic. And yeah, I haven't got booked for the laughs disco fucking the, headphone show, the silent disco yeah. shows. Yeah, um, which I think that 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 concept is genius. Yeah, it's oh, it's awesome. It's it, like geni- for doing outdoor comedy. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely genius. It's great. You get. 
paying customers because other people can't hear the jokes. Mm -hmm. You have people being able to be distant. It's it is kind of hot out, so like that part yeah. sucks. But like, it's a great fucking show, a great idea, and I mean, Laughs Unlimited is my favorite club. Yeah, I, that, that's my home club. It's where I started. Mm -hmm. It's the first place to ever let me host and like give nice. me money. So that's cool. I will man. always be forever indebted to them and like i said they're the one place that i perform because it's the one place i book me so yeah uh when they open back up so like i i i'm not just saying this because i love them but like they're always so innovative with their ideas mm -hmm. jenny's so smart and like the way they rebuilt their fucking uh inside like their mm -hmm. stage area i haven't like, seen the inside yet it like, looks, in real in real life it looks incredible. I, did you see the old one? Yeah, I know. I've been to okay. the old one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now, like, it looks way more modern. and It's got like, the brick wall feels, thing going on, yeah, right? Yeah. The, it's a little um, bit more modern versus, yeah, like, like trap housey. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> someone's smoking crack in yeah, the green room. Yeah. Um, but they're, like, they're a great club, and they continue to show why, because they're the only comedy club right now in Sacramento that's still open. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even punch. It's impossible. What, what, they, they have nowhere to go outside. Punch, yeah, punch line. They're gonna. They should combine with the mattress store, and they everybody should. like gets six feet apart like on the, the mattress. The yeah, oh my that would God. be awesome. But there's actually an amphitheater in Sacramento that I've been I've been meaning to talk to 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 uh, Musavi about doing a mic in the park there. That would be cool. Because I mean, it's at an actual amphitheater. Yeah, you know, yeah, Fairfax yeah. Park Chicken Park. Like yeah, old yeah, downtown yeah, yeah. sack, yeah. it's got that concrete amphitheater. Okay, I mean it's open. It's not like it's like, yeah, closed off. It. What are they yeah. gonna do? Like, tell, cool. tell us to leave. Like, okay, we'll leave. Yeah, you know, I mean, we can get a lot of Nazi jokes in before. before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know, the the bridges were good, the roads were good. Like you know, some people had it bad. <laughs> <laughs> but let's not get bogged down in specifics. Yeah, exactly. No, man. It, I, I want to get out to one of those park up mics. I just I miss it so much. Yeah, just 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 let the kid crawl around. He's fine. Yeah, just, just crawl. I mean that's how you build up immunity. Yeah, exactly. Have him eat dirt and eat bugs. <laughs> and hang would. around with degenerate comedians. That's what he. Yeah, for sure. That's. Uh, it's actually funny. We were talking about Skankfest. The they say that like babies can hear from inside the womb at 15 weeks. And the day that we hit 15 weeks, we were at Skankfest. Oh, boy. So, like, my son's first experience was the most degenerate comics. It's just like Big J Overson. Louis C.K. <laughs> doing a drop-in guest. Really? And, like, my little baby, Louis Pre-K, is hearing, is hearing Louis that Louis Pre-K. Shit. He's just jerking off. His <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. That's, I had to. Awesome. You said little, little, little uh, CK, <laughs> little CK. She's like, I, I, he's, I asked, yeah. <laughs> I asked first. Oh, he's he's the best. Yeah, uh, man. Your yeah. son or Louis? Both. Okay, <laughs> yeah. both. Both for the same reason. Yeah, I think my son's pretty funny, but Louis's probably better. <laughs> I, I, from what I've heard, Louis C.K. is a good comedian. Yes, yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've I, heard, I've heard good things about his comedy. I, I saw the um, fuck Yelp. I saw the, <laughs> the Yelp, Yelp <laughs> the Yelp review. Yeah, the Yelp review. For very the intimate, but very funny. 
<laughs> very intimate, kind of handsy, little handsy. Uh, a little Luckily, forceful. the hands are directed inward. <laughs> yeah, it's like he left me alone. That's funny, man. Uh, that'd be how did okay? So you on another random talk. Speaking of like comedy at a bigger stage than outdoors, you've been okay. So you've been you've been you've you've done the comedy store, right? Yeah, I've done belly room um, or I've only done the belly room. Yeah, which I've, I mean that's everyone when they yeah. start. Yeah, um, the small room. If anyone doesn't know what the belly room is, yeah, and the belly room is like it's maybe I'm sentimental towards it, but it's my favorite room. Like it's so tiny, but they pack it so much, and there's like a VIP section that's always some of the best comics or most famous people. Mm-hmm. So like. It just adds an extra like aura to it. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I did. I've done two stand-up sets. That's and awesome. Two man. roast battles there. That's so cool. And they were all just like great experiences. Like mm-hmm. each one, I had a different story. Of Jamie Kennedy went right in front of me, or right behind me after the first time I went up. Nice. The second time I went. I was about to go up, and I got bumped for... Chris D'Elia. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for Adam Devine. Uh, uh, from Workaholics. Workaholics. Yeah. And so he's doing stand-up now, too, right? Yeah, he's been doing it for a while. And he, he actually started that before Workaholics. He was Really? Doing that. I thought he yeah. was just improv, No, he's dude. been doing it for a long okay. time. I think he did... He might have done improv as well. I th- okay. But he's super funny. Like Okay. It, uh, kind of the same like character. Oh, I'm sure it's you the know same what ca- I mean. But yeah, not, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's it's the Adam character, not as exaggerated. No. Um, and then the two roast battles, I had five comics that I look up to judging each time, and like who are the judges? Um, the first time, okay, well, I didn't look up to all of them, but uh, the first time it was fucking drama like rob deerdeck's cousin i don't i don't know why he was there colt mccown uh uh jeff ross okay. tony hinchcliffe and okay. chris red from saturday night live why am i blanking on chris is he like a current snl uh, dude yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, right I, now no, no black idea. dude don't know how else to describe him there's I mean, only two of them on the snl o- of like michael che that's uh, the only yeah, black yeah. but he's like super, he, he's the head Keenan, writer so the I'll other give him one him. Uh, oh god keenan jesus christ uh, I haven't liked him since all that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then the other time, it was Mike Lawrence, Doug Benson, uh, Annie Lederman, Jeff Ross, and Tony Hinchcliffe. And, like, Tony Hinchcliffe is one of my favorite comics. Yeah. And uh, so, like, to I have spoken to him before, and so, like... Hinchcliffe. Yeah. Okay. And um, for him to be able to see me do roast, like felt really good and he said a lot of nice words afterwards that's awesome that gave man me, like a lot of confidence going forward dude so that kind of shit is... that's it just makes you want to be around the store at yeah. all times yeah and one of the times uh me and saul mm-hmm. uh trujillo, trujillo? battled uh at the store and uh his friend steven fury is a door guy there but also just got passed as an orig- uh fucking paid regular. He just got passed yeah. the store. Good for him. Uh, before COVID, before COVID happened, he got passed to be a paid regular. Wow. But when we went there, he was working the parking lot, 
and we were just hanging out with him all night, and then we got to see every single comic come by and say what's up to us, say what's up to him, talk to him for a minute, go inside. Like, everybody was being so cool. We saw, like, Rob Schneider, fucking David Spade, like, old people like that, mm-hmm. and new guys like Theo Von Crystal, uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan. Everybody was there that night, and it was so cool to just be in that atmosphere with them and they were like seeing us as equals as well like peers because we were you're all there for the same reason yeah we were there for the same reason we were where regular fans normally aren't gonna be so Mm -hmm. like we got to just hang out there and it was one of the most fun experiences and you just you learn so much about the business just right there oh yeah and it's it's wild. Just being a fly on the wall in those conversations. Exactly. I'm sure you and could learn so much. Yeah, and it was, it felt cool to be a part of that. Dude, fuck yeah, man. Good for you. Yeah. Have you have you done anything on the East Coast? Um. Uh. So, last year or uh, two years ago now, me and my wife went out to Skankfest as fans, um, and then they had a show where comedians could sign up. Nice. Okay. And if they bought, if they did good, they got paid. It was called paid or pain. If they did good, they got paid. If they didn't do good, they had a dominatrix Beat pull the- a card and do something to you. Oh, my Fucking God. Fucking nipple clamps, oh. uh, wax. Jerk you off with razors? I wish. Uh, no. I, <laughs> I wish. You're I, like, I, I wish. I didn't know razors was coming at the end. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and... I was like, leading up to that show, I was like, I don't know if I want to do it. Like, I want to be a part of the festival, but I don't. I want to get my nipples twisted Yeah, off. exactly. <laughs> Electrocuted in front of hella people. <laughs> a go car battery up to your nipples. Yeah. You get straight up tortured. Yeah, like it doesn't, it was scary. I bet. Um, and then I went to Kill Tony, which is like, he pulls names out of a mm-hmm. bucket. They mm-hmm. do a minute. He roasts them. Perfect, right up my alley. Mm-hmm. All I have is a minute of comedy. Uh, Perfect, right? <laughs> but um, I didn't get on that show, and I was just feeling so upset. And that's right when they had the signups that I was like, I got to get on a show. I'm doing it. They ended up putting me last. Uh, there was five comics. Four of them got pain. Just bombed. Didn't. Woof. Horrible. Ugh. Which made me feel better because I was like, I am better than these people. And these were all comics. These were all comics in New York. I didn't I didn't know any of them. Okay. I just assumed they'd be good. You assume that New and York then, comics are good. Exactly. Um, and then there was one comic who did great and got paid, left, whatever. Um, and then they called me up, and I fucking crushed it in my good mind. Good for you, like, man. I felt like I did great. I had this... Uh, I had this great like crowd work line that I thought of while one of the other comics was on stage. There was a guy wearing a wrestling shirt, mm-hmm. and I was like, are you a Kevin Owens fan? He was like, yeah. And I was like, are you here? If I do bad, you're going to powerbomb me through a table. <laughs> and like, it crushed the room because <laughs> they had been hearing bad comics most of the time. So like, to hear something that wasn't funny? just like a... <laughs> that was funny? It was like off the cuff. <clears throat> Even if it wasn't that funny. It was a it genuine was comment. Yeah, and like noticing something and making light of it. And so like, I felt like I did great. They had judges, but like it came down to the audience anyways. Um, and the judges were some comics that like I listened to on podcasts and mm-hmm. shit. So like mm-hmm. that was cool as well. 
Um, and then I got paid and then I was like, fuck yeah, let's go fucking eat. I just got cash. Now they're going to pay for our lunch. And then as soon as I was walking away, I was like, why didn't I just make myself like a legend and say, I got paid. Let's also give me the pain, (laughs) rip my shirt open, take the hot wax. That's all that was left was hot wax. I could fucking do that. That's that's child's play. It's not fun. I'm vanilla ish. Like I don't want to be hurt it's not enjoyable I, yeah, no but it's no. not like terrible but i would make a name for myself in my mind that was what i was thinking as i was leaving the mm-hmm. room so i was like fuck i can't do it now so i said if i ever get a chance to do a show here again i'm going all out mm-hmm. i'm going balls out there you go cut to a year later okay we're going to skank fest again just as fans and then like three or four days before then I hit them up and say, um, put me on the roast battles. I know that you guys always wait till the last minute to book them. Okay. Just like, here's my roast reel. I know what I'm doing. I fucking love roasts. I host them. I, I would hold my own. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Yeah. And they said that they have a spot on the naked roast, which is a roast battle naked. <laughs> Um, and I did it. I was like, I, I said last year, I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna go balls out. Hell yeah. I got to do it. Um, and so then I went and I did the naked roast battle. Oh yeah. And, uh, after the roast they which I won and felt like I did really good. I was like, I was proud of myself. It, I was super ashamed of myself for being naked in front of hell of people, but I was proud of how the jokes went, and the guy that hosted, Zach Amico, was, he came up and he said, like, everybody make it loud again one more time for these guys. They just found out about the battle two days ago, and this is the best battle of the night. So, like, again, that's another thing that was, like, a huge confidence Really boost. affirming kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, going forward. Um, and then during that weekend... I also got to open up for Jim Florentine in okay. New Jersey. That's cool. Um, and then, like, later that night, came back to do a small bar show in New York at a place called the Grizzly Pear, which I've seen on Crashing. But Yeah, uh, I was like, that name sounds familiar. Uh, so, like, that was cool, too, to, like, just do a place in New York as well that's, like, probably not known, but... It's still, you, I had, you know what I mean? It's like a place in New York. Like, you're, yeah, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know this, like New York, New York City is like the where you go to be a good stand up comedian. Yeah, like, that's for where sure. Sta- you go to LA to be famous. You or act, you, famous. Anything. Yeah, for you, sure. Comedy is either not number one or, or stand up comedy. Yeah. New York is number one. That's where you go to perfect your fucking craft. For sure. And so I think just being in. Even in just, I would be, Being I would be, gig, I would be giddy in a laundromat in Manhattan. Doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, just because sure. I don't care. Like I would love to just for be sure. on the island doing that's, comedy. That's another thing about Skankfest. Like the first year, I I felt like immersed with the comedians just as a fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. I felt like so many comics took time out of their day to talk to me to say what's up. Fucking Sal Volcano from the Impractical Jokers. I like got to. Talk to him for that's awesome, dude. Two three minutes, whatever it was. That, uh, but like so many other comics as well, um, were just so down to earth and friendly that 
going back the next year when I realized that I was also going to be like have a comic pass and like get to hang out in the green rooms and shit. It was so cool to be around that those legends mm-hmm. like New York fucking icons. Fucking, uh, there was a time where I was in the green room with Dave Attell, Anthony Cumia, and Gilbert Godfrey. God, like, dude. what the fuck? What am I doing here? It doesn't make sense. I would love to. And I was hell. only there because I, like, agreed to pull my dick out and, like, <laughs> make fun of some guy there you I go. hadn't met before. But, like, even that guy, like, he had won the Boston comedy competition. So, like, I, it's like they're, everybody there seemed like they have some type of notoriety there are and, no like, scrubs there, something yeah. you can learn from. And,. I just love the atmosphere of New York comedy mm-hmm. more than and like I maybe I'm lucky because the most uh I don't know the right word like in LA the only place I've done is the comedy store. Mm-hmm. I haven't done anywhere else in LA. But where I mean what are we going to go to fucking flappers? Yeah, I mean like I, and I'd have no problem doing anywhere. In L.A. But That's it's the just, Mecca. Yeah. And so, like, when I got booked there, I made a trip to go there. I'm not making a trip to go try and do bar open mics and, like, pay five bucks to do a few minutes. And, For comics. But in New York, I would have loved – I would love to do that. I mm-hmm. would love to try to hit four open mics a night. That's why when I opened for Jim Florentine and then went to the Grizzly Pair, I wanted to do that. I wanted to – Immerse yourself yeah, in we that took, scene. Me and my wife took a train to New Jersey mm-hmm. and then an Uber back right after the second show. I did two shows with Jim nice. Florentine and then immediately, like during the second show, left to make it on time. And then, and then it was like hang out with the New York comics for a little while, head back home because we have the festival in the morning. But like I love that travel from show to show, show oh, to yeah. show. And you don't get that. You don't get much of that in Sacramento. No, barely. Occasionally, any. you can get two shows and two spots in one night. Yeah. If you have like a punchline, high water, fucking yeah, Wednesday night doubleheader. Mm-hmm. But or like you get to host that laughs for the weekend. Mm-hmm. But you don't get to. You don't get many times you get that. A lot of times you might go and not even get to go up. Nope. And. Very true. You probably that, that probably happens in New York too, and I, I probably feel lucky because I had, I just got to open for somebody at a show that was already booked, and then did a part of a festival. Yeah. I didn't have to go sit through the open mics. Not yeah. that I'm above open mics in any sense. Just while I was there, I didn't do any. You weren't going to associate with garbage people. No. <laughs> I did. They, that's, <laughs> that's all that was there. Was that's all over there was just yeah. transients. In at Skankfest and in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You're not, you're not going yeah. to a place called Skankfest to meet nuns. No, exactly. Uh, but yeah, that was that was probably like one of the best weekends I've ever had in comedy and in general. So like that was fun. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah. God, I I mean I. That's, I mean, COVID kind of fucked things up, but my goal this year, because I've only been doing it, if you even, if you actually counted the COVID time, yeah. it would only be two years in awe in last month. Okay. So, like, I'm a baby. And what I had, a goal I had this year was, like, I just want to get on fucking punchline. I want to get on punchline. Yeah. And then COVID happened. I was Damn. so, I was getting so ready. Yeah. Like, I just, I had just gotten um, 
my show at, at Stab to like be a regular thing. Yeah, Drew and I combined. He to our shows like the camp. travel show, right? Yeah. yeah. So I had Wanderlust, and then I Drew had camp. We were gonna like combine them because mm-hmm. Drew's trying to like, you know, he's done his thing. He's just he. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, yeah. so we were trying to. I think his end goal was to then like pass it off to me, and then I would take it, and then he'd go do whatever. I don't know, join ISIS or probably Antifa, yeah. maybe like Moonlight, Moonlight Antifa. Be yeah. nice. Be That's, nice. That seems like uh, his haircut. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, punchline's great, man. Like that sucks that you yeah. didn't get to do that, and I, who knows? That's when the biggest open tragedy of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Not my grandma, for no, sure. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I uh actually like I had plans to go back to New York. They were they're doing a skank they were gonna do a skank fest in Houston. Was, okay. Uh and that weekend while they were gone, I was gonna be in New York. Oh and fuck. I had some people that I met while I was there that were hooking me up with shows and I was going to have like a decent amount of stage time already available to me going out there, let alone whatever open mics I got. And then COVID happened like two weeks before COVID shut everything down like completely two weeks before. And then actually next month, fucking end of September, October, I was supposed to be in London. No, not London. We went to London last year. I was supposed to be in France with my wife, uh, Paris. We were supposed to go to Paris this year. Oh, shit. And that got canceled. Dude, I... Uh, so Carmel. You're going to Car- Carmel yeah. by the sea? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell I don't yeah, go to any town fun. that doesn't have at least just two hyphens Paris. in it. <laughs> <laughs> all right? I really couldn't name any of the towns in London, but they were they all ended like Berkshire. Yeah. Berkshire. Berkshire, Warshire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kensington. Fucking... And my dad's from London, and I mean it's it's a great city, London. I love London. It but was incredible. Yeah, it's fun. I tried to do a set in London. Um, I have a friend who lives there, and he hooked me up with a spot like where a place was, and it okay. was open. Um, but not really much lead than that. Um, just talk to them when you mm-hmm. get there. Mm-hmm. And I did, and they said the show was booked, but like. You can hang out. Uh, maybe there's something like tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I can get you on. And I was like, "All right, we'll hang out." And then somebody no showed. Ooh. And I was like, "Babe, I'm a I'm gonna go talk to him and see if I can go up." You know what I mean? Uh, and so like, I went and talked to him, and I was like, "Hey, I heard somebody no showed. I'm from the U.S. I've been doing comedy three years now, whatever." Uh, and like. Somebody dropped out. If there's any time, I'd love to do it. Like Totally, yeah. Put yourself you know out I mean? there. Um, and she was like, it's actually that lady's like show, so you have to talk to her. And I looked, and she was talking to this dude, and she was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, no, no, no. And then I like went over and asked her, and she was like, oh, I just gave it to him. I was like, oh, no, he's, he lives here. Oh. Fuck him. But I'm a novelty. Yeah, exactly. Listen like, to my I, funny accent. Like, yeah, like let me make fun of your guys's teeth and mine at the same time. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? Uh, By the way, your teeth—you're looking damn thanks, sexy, man. sir. Thank you. Looking uh, damn sexy. Sounding a little weird. Uh, sounding like Parker. 
<laughs> Parker Newman, since we don't say not, his last not, name. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, thank you. But uh, this was before I fixed them. Okay. That my you teeth wanted to blend in. Yeah, I was in. like, I'm going to go to London. I'm going to let my teeth fall out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I was like so disappointed that I didn't get to go up. But at the same time, it was awesome to like see comics from London and nearby countries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm fucking go off about random shit like political shit that i have no idea like, it's all all, all brexit stuff yeah and exactly I'm sure there's a lot of brexit stuff yeah there was a, a little bit um and like shit i did not like cats like they they do like the same stand-up we do here yeah but like it's a little more it story was different right? yeah it's a little uh, more long, long yeah, form kind of but like their stories have way more jokes in my opinion. Oh yeah. Than, oh totally. It's just a different style. Yeah. It's, um and I mean there were some comics that sucked, some that did good. It was like the same as sounds any of like them. Yeah. But it was just cool to see the difference mm-hmm. in styles out there as well. Oh dude, totally. But that's awesome, I was hoping man. to try and get up in Paris, even though I've heard that Paris is a lot different. As far as comedy, yeah, dude, I I have never even thought of doing comedy yeah. in Paris. Like, no, I've, I, dude, don't don't get your hopes, don't get your heart no, broken. Yeah, by, no. By, no, I'm saying by Paris in general, because apparently we have like four downloads in France. So I don't want to piss off anybody oh, okay. in France. I, I don't. But either. you know, Paris is kind of shitty. <laughs> Why is Paris shitty? I mean. In more Have you ways been? Than, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, when I say shitty, I mean there's literal poop everywhere. Oh shit! It's mostly like dog shit. Yeah. It's really expensive. Um, don't get me wrong. You got to go at least once. There's so many. That's what I was hoping. I mean, the Notre Dame burned down like two months after I went. Oh damn! <laughs> so, yeah. So you're saying you had something to do with? I it. definitely made a couple phone calls. <laughs> okay. Definitely made a couple right. phone calls. But I also was in charge of the campaign to build it back. There you go. See, con- you embezzlement from sides. construction. Yeah, okay. All right. You got to be smart. You're like the priest that's also an arms dealer. Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't fuck the kids. I yeah, help get them exactly, shot. Exactly. I, Fill them with bullets. Make guns for me. <laughs> exactly. Fill the children with bullets, not gum. Yeah. Cum. yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's weird now, like being a dad. Like pedophile jokes probably aren't as funny anymore. Yeah, I mean, not as funny. funny. I mean, but okay, but yeah, no, it's like it's weird having kids and making jokes about a kid getting hurt because, like, if my kid got hurt, it uh, you'd kill him. Yeah, you'd kill someone. (laughs) You'd fucking no. If my kid got hurt, I'd kill him. Yeah, yeah, you kill. You just, stubbed your toe, you little bitch over here. No, you're no good to me. <laughs> no, it's like I don't I don't know how to describe it, but like it's primal. You're more aware. Yeah, for sure. Like something kicks in where it's like, yeah, it's funny and I definitely make fun of my kids, but I, at the same time, like you will ride or die for them. It. Yeah, you ride or die for your yeah, kids. Yeah, I'll take shots for them. I'll take the bullets all the time. I don't care. I'll take whatever I need. <laughs> baby to. president, you're boys. just like baby president taking bullets <laughs> yeah. to Secret Service, you're diving in front. Fucking Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're saving him for pedophiles. You're just saving him for just yeah. random loads coming out. <laughs> Epstein and Clinton are on the plane. Oh my no. god. Uh, you just see, you just you open the door, and there's just Epstein and Clinton. Like, you want to go see Paris, <laughs> Eiffel Tower? 
You just start hearing a, like accordion in the background. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, is, that was a great accordion sound. That's hilarious. <laughs> this is this is going off a cliff. <laughs> crashing and burning. That was cool. Can Man. we? Uh, would you be mad if I brought up that you were watching Frasier when I got here? Uh, I would be mad. But no, I'm just kidding. I I I want the world to know that I am a boring white piece of shit. Yeah. And I watched reruns of Frasier. Why? Because, well, I got nothing better to do. Yeah, I've been unemployed cool. since May. I've been trying to find a job. There ain't shit. Damn. Uh, what, yeah. what did you do beforehand? Office job, man. I worked for. I worked in sales at an elevator company. Wow. How? Who do you sell to? <laughs> I was selling elevators to people in Latin America and South America. So, like, Mexico and Chile and Peru. That's wild. Right? It was interesting. How did that work? Like, I feel like... You can't sell elevators; they just come with you. I didn't know elevators got sold. I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't know anything about elevators before working for you. Were the Epstein company. of elevators? I am <laughs> the Epstein of elevators, and not just because I fuck the kids, <laughs> but also because I'm a billionaire f- playboy financier. Uh, I don't know if a billionaire, or whatever the rest of the words were, would be watching Frasier. Hey, hey, billionaires. Love Frasier. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Hey, baby. I honestly never really watched it growing up. It it came on right before The Simpsons, Mm -hmm. so I would see the ending credits all the time, but I didn't watch it. Don't lie to me, Josh. I'm not lying. I see that skin. I've seen multiple episodes of Gilmore Girls. I don't know if that's Uh, better. (laughs) It's not uh, better. It's it's worse. This house is watching Gilmore Girls, Oh, no. The newer one? No. Well, but we haven't gotten there. We haven't gotten there yet. Well, because my fiance loves... Loves Gilmore Girls, so it's she like loves. the new one is like a sequel. The new one is supposed. To, it takes up like ten years later, and it's like four episodes, one per season. It's like winter, spring, summer, fall, and then you know what it ends with? Spoiler alert: Rory's COVID. Rory's <laughs> fucking pregnant. That whore. Oh no! If you're there, taking the load. <laughs> doom 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 doom. Oh no! That's awful. Yeah. And then um, they start fucking. There's so many bad white sitcoms. There's so many. Uh, what would be the worst? Okay, so you kind of mentioned, you touched on it before. What would be the worst show for me if you've been watching? Or for what would have been the worst thing for me to have been watching when you walked in? Not not like weird, like porn, but like what's the weirdest like TV show? Yeah, I don't know. Like. What about like a di- oh? What if I was watching like a yeah, Disney maybe like channel, Hannah Montana or something? Yeah, I was like gonna that's, say Disney. That's weird. That's for sure weird. Like Miley Cyrus does we- hot, sexy shit as an adult. Just watch those. But watching, it, I'm watching Hannah Montana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe I am the Epstein of elevators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That would be that would be weird. Uh, Unfortunately, Golden uh, Girls is kind of weird, but that's also like a great show. That's a great show, so, man. I, Fucking love Golden Girls. My mom, my sister know. used to watch that, so I would really? watch. Yeah, my grandma would watch. Dude, it. thank you for being <laughs> friend. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe Seventh Heaven. I'd be like, damn, where'd you even find this nowadays? I don't even know. I think they just pretty much scrub Seventh Heaven from the annals of history because the dude was fucking kids. Was he really? Oh, at least he got caught with child porn. The dude porn. that plays the, the priest? priest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? That's hilarious. I mean, terrible. But hilarious. pretty funny, too. Like, how do you get caught, man? <laughs> that's so funny. that's the worst That's part. like if a guy that played Michael Vick in a movie got caught beating dogs. Oh, my God, right? 
That's so funny. It's like, I'm a character actor. <laughs> I got into character. It's like, I'm the Daniel Day-Lewis of being Michael Vick. Damn. Like, I get really into character. Just running a dog. fucking wild. Oh, I my never God. That. So, yeah, <sighs> then even more so, that would be weird that, that you'd be watching that. Yeah, so... I'm going to go ahead and say that it actually wasn't Frasier I was watching. Okay, what was it? It, was. it may have yeah. looked like Frasier, okay. but it was actually it was actually iCarly. <laughs> okay, yeah. iCarly iCarly would be terrible for sure. Dude, speaking of iCarly, so last Drake and Josh would I would be 100% okay with. This is literally the second episode in a row that we talked about Jake, Drake and really? Josh. Really? <laughs> I had David Samuel on last episode, and he was talking about Drake and Josh, and how he learned all these funny. life lessons from Drake and Josh. That's hella funny. And then, David Samuel's dad was the first <laughs> 10 seconds of each episode where they give you a life lesson. Yep, yep. <laughs> he was like, oh my god, I've learned so much. Because he was saying, like, I even, I've even like based my 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 courting style on 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 Drake Bell. You know, you got to like be aloof with the ladies. And it's like that's how I do oh, it. No. Oh man. But, but Josh is the one that has the like girlfriend. Yeah, Drake but he's just, he's a player. He's a pussy. He I gets, guess. J- Drake Bell fucks. Yeah, for sure. But Josh he gets the mad pussy. <laughs> yeah. He gets the mad pussy. That's hilarious. Oh yeah. man. And it was funny too because that episode is going to be called The Wine Scene of Nickelodeon. Because we're talking, you, you ever heard of Dan Schneider? Mm-hmm. That's weird because he, I had never heard of him before that. And he brought him up. I'm like, holy shit. And so now he I'm was on iCarly, wasn't that one of yeah, like, that the was, big ones? That, that's yeah, why yeah, I brought yeah. up because okay. I said iCarly because yeah. that just came to mind. And unfortunately, now in the running for episode title of this one, the F scene of elevators is pretty <laughs> high up there. <laughs> that, that is a pretty good, uh, that's nickname. a pretty. <laughs> Maybe Hope. maybe maybe not a good nickname, but a it's, good podcast. It's title a great podcast sure. episode for title. Sure. The F scene of elevators oh, going shit. up. I'm still like so shocked that you had clients. I feel like just when they're building buildings, they have a guy. I guess that I, I guess no, yeah, how, you're the you guy know, they you're, come you're to. You're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. So basically, like you're here's how it usually works. Like. You're building a building. Okay. You're building a building, and you hire, an you know, an architect and a construct to build a building. Yeah. And then that architect hires. Oh my god! I I want to kill myself. This, <laughs> this episode. Yeah, Basically, like though, the there's office. so many middlemen in elevators that you might as well just jump down the shaft. Damn. That's how I felt. Yeah. I'm not really sure why, how I got to that point. Did you ever get anybody that was like? Just a super rich guy and oh, had like fuck a yes. third story, three story fucking. Do we had we had these customers awesome. who owned a bunch of buildings in Peru in uh, in Lima, Damn. and they like owned half the city. Wow! If that's what at least what it felt like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude! They took us to um. So my first three weeks of working there, my boss. I had an interesting boss. He was a very like. Let's hire these new young bucks and just throw them in the fire kind of yeah, thing. Baptism by fire. Sure. Uh, and uh, throw them in the deep end, so to speak. Yeah. And so within three weeks of getting hired, he sends me and two of the sales reps for Latin America to L.A. to pick up these Peruvian customers. Oh, There's no. fucking 30 of them. What? 30 of them. Because it's our customers, like five of them, and then their customers that are going to buy the building owners. Jesus. Shit like that. So, but... Going back to these our specific customers, these guys are so loaded. They take 
like 35, 40 people out to Fogo de Chao. Yeah. You know, that, that Brazilian yeah, yeah, barbecue yeah. restaurant in LA. Like, it's on fucking Figueroa. It's, fucking it was nice. so fucking expensive. Yeah. I had never been more com- more uncomfortable eating a delicious meal in my life. For sure. It was definitely the best meal, but the most uncomfortable like pressure, I felt. Because I'm just anxiety. like. Because I. I I didn't lie on my resume, but let's just say that I was out of practice. I was out of practice to be intermediate Spanish. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Out of, I mean, my mom's fluent. I grew up speaking it, so like, I can understand much that's better. Hilarious. And that's why they sent you. Yeah. Oh my god, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Oopsies. And yeah. So they sent me down there, and I know, I know enough at that time. I knew enough Spanish to. Um, know when i'm being made fun of yeah <laughs> because so they had we had they wanted to not only um see elevators in la they wanted to go around la they wanted to go to like santa monica yeah and they wanted to go to um, shopping they with the outlets and dude yeah whatever you know what these motherfuckers wanted to do first the first thing shop really shop these fuckers they wanted to go to some outlet mall like 45 minutes outside like in the valley yeah <laughs> go shopping and we had to rent Three of these giant, like, windowless rapist fans to, to, to get them all around town. I have – now, keep in mind, I'm driving one of these vans that are, like, 10-person vans. Just feeling like immigration. Yeah. <laughs> one, I've never driven in L.A. Oh, two, no. Two, I've never driven a car that big. Three. three I don't have a license. I don't have a license. <laughs> Four, I'm drunk. No. <laughs> no, but three, I have – it's full of people that are just – not talking shit, but they're like, where's he going? Does he know where he's going? Because yeah. I know enough to, like, all right, I know, like, oh, like, slow. Because I was driving really slow. Yeah. Because it's three weeks in the fucking job. I don't want to yeah. get a ticket or get a car crash sure. with customers in the fucking no, car. You don't and want any paperwork. None of that. None liability. of that. None of that at all. Dude, and so I'm driving the speed limit. And these guys are talking shit the whole time. And eventually, like, my phone dies. I don't know where I'm going. And then I no. do get lost. <laughs> and then I do get no. lost. Because the, I was trying to follow my boss. Like, my, he was a sales manager. So I was trying to follow him. And this motherfucker's, like, flooring it through yellow lights. <laughs> of course. He's running every single yellow light. Of course. And so I, I ran one red light. To yeah. like, because I did not, because this is after my phone died. So, like, yeah. I'm not, I have no idea how to get around LA. Behind. We are in Santa Monica yeah. and we had to get all the way across town. Oh, oh, back up. These dumb cunts wanted <laughs> to go to Santa Monica at like three o'clock, yeah. get there at three, and then spent maybe a half an hour, an hour at the beach. So it's four, four thirty. And then they want to drive all the way across town to LAX to their flight. You dumb cunts. Oh, no. I, I wanted to literally, I wanted immigration to just <laughs> just come in and shoot all of us. That's the worst is like, I anytime I'm in L.A., from like 3 till 7 or 8, I'm like, you I part. have plans. Yeah, like you're, you're somewhere, somewhere for that duration because any other time, and even then, you're still not in the clear. Like, no. I don't know how COVID traffic is nowadays. A fucking year ago, you go somewhere at four thirty. You're not going there quick. If it's a ten minute walk away, it could take you thirty minutes to drive there. Sometimes, yeah. Like 
it's insane. I hate it so much. I think that's why I like New York more than L.A. Yep. Because I can just walk and get on a fucking train yep. and go to the next fucking stop. And yeah, the it's, next it's a lot set, more convenient. Whatever I need to do. Like, uh, I, hate it. I hate getting around in L.A. Me too, man. That's it's... probably another reason why I don't just, like, go down there to try and do shows. Because then you have to pay 30 bucks for parking. You got to fucking... You can't make it from one place to another in time. It's not worth it. No, it's not worth it at all, dude. Yeah. That's whatever, dude. It's um, what time is it? Oh shit, almost seven. You got you got work to do, son. Yeah, I got work in a little bit. Go, you got do work, son. <laughs> do work. Yeah, people aren't uh, still in this car. Hell yeah, <laughs> working security <laughs> at a future Ford. <laughs> I just last week David Samuel was talking about sleeping in a car at Future Ford. Really? <laughs> Maybe not Future Ford, but at a at a Ford lot. Like I mean, not recently. I mean, I've done that recently at work. My like, man, I'm falling asleep for sure. Hell <laughs> like, yeah! But uh, yeah, I mean, I would definitely kick David Samuel out of the lot if I had to. Damn it, dude! Called out no, David I'm, Samuel. Called out. I'm Josh means he's gonna fight you in the parking lot. David, if you want, we could watch Drake and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> If you see me in the lot, let me know. I got Netflix <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Josh, um, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, at J Means on all social media. At Josh Dash Means on Venmo. Fucking Drew Absher's been making me promote my Venmo after yep. the sports ball shows. Nobody's paid me except him. I keep winning that fucking nice. thing. Uh, but. Yeah, if anybody wants to throw me money, sure. I'm gonna fucking that's. I'm gonna promote that every time I do a show ever. Hell yeah, because dude! Who knows? You're just gonna get uh, spam requests. Yeah, probably. Spam requests. Yeah, I'm gonna, spam requests. I'm gonna be like, sure, I'll accept this fifty dollars. Wait, that was a request. Oh, no, oh, please man. don't. Please don't try that. Just send me money. Um, send money. No requests. Uh, you get requests, you get blocked. Also, follow my verbal insults page on Instagram. It's just at verbal insults. We post highlights of roast battles, our stand up, whatever it may be. And check us out on YouTube. We got roast battles there too. And uh, our fucking wheel of misfortune when we roast somebody from the audience at mm, the end. That's, that's always fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. That's always fun. We've got some good ones online. Fuck yeah, dude. I cannot wait till that shit gets started back up again because I want to get back up there, fucking dude. Me too. Thanks for having me. Hell man. yeah, I appreciate dude. it. Hell yeah. Alright, dude. Uh, death death threats, dick pics. Send those to thetangentspod at gmail.com. Give me five stars. Give me a rating on Apple iTunes. I will literally blow you. Alright? Love you. Bye-bye.